Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. We'll get in the Word of God, talk about it, and continue our series on why people walk away from the faith. So glad to have you along with us today, especially if you're new. I hope you will go back and watch some of the videos over the last two weeks as we've been looking at reasons people leave the faith. There's too many people leaving the faith, especially young people. And as I am on the campus working with young people, I find common excuses, common reasons that people give, the reasons that sound good. I'm too smart. I'm educated. My mind is open now. I've, I've learned new things. I've thought for myself. I don't just believe what I was told. But I contend there's real reasons. Those are fake reasons. They might think they're real, but those are fake reasons. The real reasons are always deeper. And we've been looking at a number of those bitterness, blaming others for their their hurt, not knowing how to forgive, choosing the wrong friends, wanting to be in the in crowd, maybe given defeated. The number one reason, of course, being defeated by their sexual immorality, particularly with the big porn epidemic that just is ravaging our youth, ravaging the church more than most of us are willing to admit or want to talk about. It's kind of a ugly subject to talk about. But today I want to kind of bring this to a conclusion, or there might be one more, but probably bring it to a conclusion by talking about why are people walking faith, leaving the faith? They're just plain weak. They lost the battle. They lost the battle. There is a battle for our souls, and they lost. And so they might say they're smarter, they're intellectual, their mind has been opened, something of this nature. But the reality is, the reason they left, they lost the battle. They lost the spiritual fight. And I want to talk about this today so that we realize that this is not what God wants for us. God wants us to be triumphant, victorious people. Now, we come to Christ because we're weak. We come to Christ in our sin. We come to Christ because we have a need, and we, we, de- we depend upon him. This is the gospel message. We need Christ. We need salvation. Salvation is not about what I, how I can improve my life. I often share the illustration that what's the difference between Christianity and other religions? It's as man, I, I say, imagine you're, you're out on a, the ocean and your boat sank and you're over 100 miles from shore and you're treading water and you're you're you know you're in trouble you're 100 miles from shore and you're treading water and along comes a boat and it's got the great religious leaders on it and Muhammad says hey the shore is that way start swimming and you swim like this and Buddha says no the shore is that way start swimming you, you swim this way and and uh, the Hindus say no the shore is that way and you, you swim this way and that's how you swim, use this type of stroke. And Jesus comes and he says, no, you're 100 miles from shore. You're going to sink. Here's a life raft. Grab hold. I'll pull you in. I'll rescue you. You see, that's where we are. We are needy. That's why we come to Christ. We need to be rescued. We don't need to be told how to live better. We need to be rescued. But after we come to Christ, we continue to need him, rely upon him, And as we do, he makes us strong. That's right. He makes us strong. And we're called to prevail. And Christian, you need to start putting this in your vocabulary. 
Think of yourself as, I'm a mighty man of God. I'm a mighty woman of God. That's not pride. That's just declaring that God has done a work in your life. And if you don't say, you're aware, you know you're weak, you're, you, know, you know that you're, you're, you're weak in yourself, your strength comes from the Lord, but you want to move to this position of saying, I am walking in victory. I prevail. I am being strengthened by God. And my life, I'm going to win. I'm going to win against temptation. I'm going to win against discouragement. I'm going to win against all the attacks that come against me because God has made me a mighty man of God or a mighty woman of God. Notice what Paul says here, and he he writes to the Ephesians, and he says this, finally, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. That's what we're called to do. You may say that you're a weak person. Okay, fine, but you better be strong in the Lord if you want to win. And this needs to be in your vocabulary, the way you talk. I am strong in the Lord. You might feel weak in yourself, but you're strong in the Lord. Say it, speak it, believe it, put it in your heart, live it. Our, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, the powers, against the world forces of this, this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. This is who our battle is against, and we must prevail, because if we lose, if we lose, we're, we're a loser. <laughs> we can't lose. This is a battle we can't lose, my friends. And so I want to say that the people who we know who have who are now denying the faith, they may indicate or they may say that they're smart and intelligent and better than you, smarter than you. They'll probably want a virtue signal and say they're, they're better than you, morally better. And you know what else? Most of the people I've found who've walked away from God, I mean, really deny him now, almost all of them claim to be morally superior to the God of the Bible. That's right. I hear it every day on campus. They claim to be uh, uh, more compassionate than him, more just than him, smarter than him. They would have made the world differently. They would have. They wouldn't do the things that he's going to do. They surely wouldn't judge someone in hell or something of that nature. They claim to be morally superior. Why? Not because they are, but because they've been defeated. They lost. They lost the spiritual battle, and this is what we must realize. It's so easy, as we talked about yesterday or two days ago, it's so easy to envy the lost, to think they're smarter, they've got it together, their life isn't as bad as, they don't have the struggles I have. You better believe they do, and you better believe their struggles are a lot less, a lot, a lot less hopeful, a lot more despairing than yours and mine. Some of them have just given up completely and they don't even fight anymore. And it seems like our life is more difficult because we're engaged in the fight. We're in the battle. We haven't just given up. And the truth is, if you don't want to have trials and struggles in your life, Satan will gladly say, well, just give up and I'll, I'll, I'll stop attacking you. He's a liar, of course. He's asking for a ceasefire just so he can entangle you more and, and destroy you more. He lies. That's why he wants, he's, I'll, I'll have a ceasefire with you, and then he'll just completely trap you. My friends, don't give up the fight. 
Don't envy those who have given up the fight and are and have lost. Why do people walk away from the faith? They're defeated. Now, this ought to, in our hearts, create within us compassion. Compassion. We don't want to look at the lost people and say, or a skeptic or an apostate even, and, and boy, we should have mercy on them. They've made a terrible decision. And for whatever reason, they were, defe- they were defeated. God calls us to prevail. How do you prevail? I think of, in our world today, I often share with the students, imagine a cage fight or even a dog fight or something like this. Dog fights, I don't want to think of a cage fight. And you've got two fighters in the cage, and they're going to, you know, the, they're going to fight until one is on the mat and can't walk out and the other prevails. Now, what will help you win, to win, you better come in strong and well-nourished. And in our world today, it's like we're in the engaged in, a fight, in this fight, our faith versus our doubts, our faith versus the enemy and the sin. And it's within us, the battle goes within us. And you and I need to ask, I want to strengthen and I want the, the good, the, the righteous, the the, 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 my faith, I want it to be strong. How's it get strong? You got to feed it. You got to exercise it. You got to nurture it. How do we do that? Well, in our day and age, you know, spiritually here, we must be in the word of God. First John two 15, I've written you young men because you're strong and the word of God abides in you and you've overcome the evil one. We must be in fellowship, not just attending a church meeting, or Bible study, but true fellowship, really growing close, opening my life, being being vulnerable, allowing others to help me grow and be a disciple. We must have a prayer life, call and talk to God and communicate with God. We've got to know how to overcome when we're tempted. These are all things that will make us strong in the Lord. On the other hand, what do you have to do to feed your doubts? And my answer is absolutely nothing. The world will do that for you. They'll give you plenty of reasons to doubt, plenty of temptation, plenty of reasons to turn away from God. You must proact if you want to be strong, you must proactively strengthen your faith in the word of God, in fellowship, in prayer, actively seeking God and obedience to God. Exercising your faith so it becomes strong like like you exercise a muscle it becomes strong. You exercise your faith and it becomes strong. To feed your doubts, just just Go with the flow. They'll give you plenty of reasons to be weak and defeated because the the evil one has so much power in our culture, so much influence in our culture. Just go with the flow, and you'll soon find your doubts are well-fed, and they will overcome. So there's this battle, my friends. Your faith and your doubts, your faith and the flesh, the spirit and the flesh, and they're going to fight, 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 fight. One will prevail. One will, one's going to be defeated. You better feed your faith. You better strengthen it, or else your doubts will prevail. The flesh will prevail. And if it prevails, you'll be a casualty. Or if it prevails in the lives of your loved ones, then they'll be a casualty. So be strong. Be mighty. You've got to be in the Word. You've got to have authentic fellowship. You've got to be a person of prayer. You've got to be obedient to the Lord. Those who walked away, let's be honest, call a spade a spade, right? They failed. They were defeated. They're not smarter. 
They didn't, they didn't make a good decision. They made a bad decision and we've got to help them help rescue them out of it. Amen. Let's pray for them. Father in heaven, we pray today for those we know who have walked away from the faith. Lord, I know different ones are coming to my mind right now. Oh God, they failed. They're defeated. The evil one, the enemy of our souls got a victory there. Lord, we grieve over them. We're saddened by it. How we pray, Father, your arm is not so short that it cannot save. We thank you, Jesus, you came to save sinners. We ask you, Lord, to rescue those who are trapped by the enemy. Rescue those who've, who've been snared by him and are defeated. Help them, Lord, to be humble, not to think that they, not to proclaim that they, they're smarter or better, but to realize, open their eyes, Lord, to realize they were defeated by the enemy. They're caught in his snare. Release them, Lord. Oh, help us to fight for the souls of those we love. Help us, Lord, not to give up on them, to prevail in our prayers, to love them back into the kingdom, to be patient with them, to know how to share the words that might connect deep in their soul. Oh, Lord, you said that if anyone rescues someone like this, know that you've turned, if we've turned the uh, a sinner from the air of their ways, we've saved their soul from death. And I pray, Father, we all know loved ones. We all have people we care about who have been defeated. I pray, Father, release them, give them victory, help use us. We make ourselves available. Use us to be instruments in your hand to win them back into you, a relationship with you and your kingdom, we pray. We ask these things, give you this day in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. We're in a spiritual battle, folks. Can't soft sell it. Can't make it less than it is. Where there's an enemy of our soul out there. He's worse than those Hamas terrorists. He's worse than ISIS. He's worse than anyone you've ever known. The enemy of our soul is a real, a real bad, bad dude. We want to beat him. Engage the fight, okay? You be strong. You be mighty in the Lord. Pray and 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 might we raise up a generation of mighty people. Pray for our ministry here at Tom Shore Campus Ministries. Pray for what we do. Pray for the people who come here and listen each day, the fellow community. Pray that more will join us day by day as we get in the Word of God. We, we don't want to be wishy-washy Christians, squishy Christians. We want to be mighty for God. I, I know that's what you want. If you've, if you've hung on to this video this long, I know that's what you want. And I'm so grateful that you are joining me. If you're new, welcome. I hope you do well subscribe to the video. Set a time each day to, to join us and uh, watch either live 8.30 or later in the day or listen to the podcast. Make it part of your routine. Let's be mighty for God. I love you guys. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.